Vendetta with the back. I love it, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Devil's haircut, man. I got my haircut today, my man. Nice. You actually went to go get it done? Went to go see my Korean lady. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's nice. the best. Yeah, man. We were uh, chatting around, uh, talking about the different trips we've had to take. I, she uh, knows every time I come in, I have a wedding to go to. So I, I walked in. She goes, "What wedding you have? You know, what's going on this time?" I, was like, I got two weddings actually. You know, so I'm sneaking them in. Same haircut for two, because uh, they're not too far apart. But uh, we were kind of uh, chatting about traveling, and I, I told her about the trip to Vegas, and I opened up Pandora's box with my uh, barber. Apparently, she talked my ear off for about an hour about uh, her extravagant uh-huh. trips to Vegas and staying at the Bellagio with her friend who stays for free and is a high-rolling gambler and all this stuff. Uh, so I, I tapped into something there, man, the Vegas, dude. Uh-huh. She loves going to Vegas, and uh, nice. that's what we chatted about. She's, she's a high-rolling lady, though, uh, stays at the nicer places that I couldn't ever uh, afford uh, currently. Just so- sounds expensive. Bellagio. Very. And to, you know, when you get the free rooms there, dude, uh, it means you're, you're throwing down the big bucks downstairs at the casino. Oh, you're not hitting them $10 tables? You're not playing the 15 slots over at New York, <laughs> New York. I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How much do I need to gamble for that shrimp cocktail to be free? <laughs> uh, does it come uh, deterred or with the turd? I'm okay with either at this point. <laughs> These free cocktails while I'm playing, does that include shrimp cocktail? <laughs> uh, New, York's, New York is great. It just smells like pizza throughout the whole place. So it's kind of a nice... Uh, oh, do they got good pizza there? I didn't eat it. I don't know. You, you know, if you're doing Vegas right, you're barely eating. You're, you're consuming alcohol. I feel like I would literally... Are you, I literally... That's all I... Like thinking about Vegas, the only thing in my mind is there's like four places I want to eat at, and that's like all I can think of. There's actually incredible restaurants everywhere. It's all about the eating. We went to this French restaurant. It was uh, it was fantastic. I knew you were gay, dude. I swear to God, we're like four more episodes away from you just admitting you're gay. <laughs> the closet episode is coming, folks. I hope you're excited. You'll know the title's gonna be "Doors Been Opened." <laughs> Join me on OnlyFans. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick the restaurant, so I, I'm not going to take the gay credit on this one. But uh, you know, it was it was. Oh, okay, if your girlfriend picks the ladies' restaurant, choice for the restaurant, man. That's how it works. You know, right. so uh, it, it was delicious nonetheless. Had some martinis. Uh, what did you did you get the crabs or the uh, sh- the uh, escargot? Snails? Did you no. get the snails? No snails. Did they have snails though? I don't recall seeing the snails actually. Oh, uh, dude, then it wasn't a real. It wasn't authentic. It wasn't not authentic, but highly rated in one of the nicer um, hotels there that we could not afford to stay in. So it, it felt good. We felt very high class for a moment there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, you know, devil's haircut, the devil's town, my man. That's Vegas, dude. The Sin City. No doubt about it. Everywhere you go, they're offering you drugs. It's an incredible place. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I dude, wouldn't advise buying street says drugs. That, though, dude. I never get offered the drugs. And everybody, and even like if I know a guy has drugs, if I ask, 
I always, they always assume I'm a cop. Yeah, you ever, cop ever since vibes. the army. Yeah, you got that cop look. There's no doubt. Everybody says that. Every fucking guy that's ever sold me drugs is like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's something with the shoulders, right? You know, the shoulders. You look more built, brick house. You kind of got the uh, the thickness look of a guy who's uh, done some. You know, military or police training on some level, you know, whereas I have the build of a dude who's been smoking weed for 20 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Eating salads, right? So you see the salad guy who smokes weed all the time. I'm going to offer him some drugs. You know? I've, like, but, dude, I've been at like concerts where like, you know, I'm like in a group of people and the people in front, the guy's like, you know, acid, mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, and man. And I'll be like, oh, man, you say you got mushrooms? Get the fuck out of here, Nart. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, I'm with them. That's why what's so funny to me about Ray Epps is Ray Epps so obviously looks like a federal agent. Just like those <laughs> dudes that were at the uh, Jan 6 celebration a year later. Remember that picture oh, of the yeah. six federal agents who all were oh, dressed yeah. identically? They had the exact same outfit on, same watches, same sunglasses, like haircuts, everything. Like You look at Ray Epps, and he's walking around the Jan 6 stuff. Like He looks like an undercover federal agent. That's, uh, yeah. I would, nobody offered Ray Epps mushrooms on Jan 5th. I'm telling you right now. The <laughs> night of Jan 5th where everyone's hanging out there, not one dude walked up to Ray Epps thinking, like, that's a guy I could offer some drugs to. <laughs> that's a good call. You know? Everybody saw Ray Epps, they're like, that's a fed. I'm not even going to go near that guy. <laughs> Never even spelled weed. Don't know what it is. <laughs> dude, uh, speaking of feds, you hear about that Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer? Whitmer. Witch, Witchmer. I, I still can't say her name. Yeah, what happened to uh, Gretchen? <laughs> the last, remember the whole the whole trial of like seventeen people. Twelve of them were FBI were cops. agents. Yeah, that's right. Dude. The last three men were found not guilty. The three neck bearded fellows who lived in their grandma's basement. <laughs> yeah. Astonishing. Who <laughs> had no means of, of doing anything. They barely had means to go buy a case of beer amongst the three of them, and they were apparently plotting to kidnap the yeah. governor of. Michigan. These dudes plotting to kidnap a person who's governor uh, in between their shifts at the local Wendy's, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, we're going we're gonna to go kidnap her, man. Save the they republic. Were, they were, tr I mean, they literally were like middle-aged men living in their grandma's basement, just like me. And, uh, <laughs> that's right. They were charged with plotting to kidnap the Michigan governor That's so and insane. violently overthrow the state government. Yeah. Of Michigan. That's right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad that they uh, were able to finally walk. I'm sure they spent a lot of time in jail and their lives were horribly disrupted and ruined for a, a long time because of this uh, setup. They were set up by the state and the federal yeah, government. That's literally what happened here. And it was all to push a political agenda and to create a story out of nothing in order to uh, continue the narrative that people who support Republicans or Trump are these extremists who will stop at nothing to overthrow the government. Oh, they're doubling down. I forgot who just said it. But they, they're, they're, they're still standing by white supremacist terrorists. That is uh, the, still the number one threat in America. Wow. All right. Hey, congratulations, uh, all you whiteys out there. You're number one still. 
Don't forget white it. Supremacy, white Number supremacy one. extremist. <laughs> yeah. If they wanted to counter white supremacy, they should make it like the third best. Like, sorry, supremacist, you're really not that supreme, actually. <laughs> you couldn't even be the best you're not the most even, extreme. You're not even the most hatred out there. I, you're behind Muslims, man. Like, come on. <laughs> the, the jihadists, they're hating more, and they're more extreme than you. You guys aren't supreme. You can't call yourselves white supremacists. You're white uh, third placists, right? And even the chinks got your beat now. <laughs> That's right, dude. Like, they should really just play with the language there and be like, well, unfortunately, no longer are the white supremacists supremacists their uh, third place. Uh, so now they're just whitists. <laughs> really, really sticking to them. Sorry, guys, you are now behind the Jews. Turns out they're tougher. They hate more people, uh, <laughs> believe it or not. It's incredible. <laughs> They're bigger, stronger, more powerful. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just really give it to them. Yeah, dude. <laughs> their, their hatred for you is stronger than your hatred for them. <laughs> Sorry. Just take the power out of the word, man. Uh, really? Yeah, white supremacy. So it's the number one affliction upon our country. I can't wait for the CDC any moment now to come out with some sort of health advisory that white supremacy is the greatest health affront on all children across the land. Oh, you didn't see the the uh, commercial with Fauci for the anti-white vaccine? <laughs> turns your turns your skin into Robert Downey Jr.'s from uh, Trump McBender. This whole thing will go so extreme at some point, blackface will become acceptable acceptable because it'll be a way to change your whiteness into the oh, other side. Acceptable, right? mandatory. That's right, dude. <laughs> How it, dare you show that white face sense. in public? It makes sense because we're going all the way back to, like, uh, segregation times. I mean, how close are we to, like, black-only restaurants and white-only places? I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, you're excited for those times, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for it. Let's go back. At least we could stop talking about it. Then. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't think we're very separated. I was just in the Vegas, man. It's a place. It, it is quite the melting pot. When it comes to all peoples from all places around the country and world, hanging out, having a good time, uh, letting loose for 24 to 36 hours. It doesn't matter who you are. Everybody just wants to party and have a good time. Yeah, it's true. It's the truth. That's what America's all about. Uh, unfortunately. Except if you're uh, partying with Russell Brand, apparently. Oh, uh, someone looked at the docket, folks. This is true. <laughs> we got to talk about it. I'm uh, only assuming man, so this man has scratched too many surfaces and gotten in deep <laughs> with some information and said some things he shouldn't have, and now the deep state is after him. That's the only thing I can assume here. And the other thing I can assume is that everybody else, well, most people like me, as soon as they saw this article, went into his YouTube channel and was like, all right, what did he recently talk about? <laughs> <laughs> what are they really well, trying to silence Yeah, him he for? either did something on COVID or pedophilia. It was one of those I, two. I, I think it's the pedophilia at Hollywood. That's what they're going to bring yeah. him down for. Well, That's the, why they're bringing him down. They have to bring down everyone because it's being exposed. The pedophilia has been exposed. I mean, there are people like, you know, Emma and, you know, who isn't, involved in our nut job tinfoil hat universe who are you know coming up to me and being like did you hear about these pedophile rings going on <laughs> i'm like yeah you ever hear about <laughs> seth green it's crazy he's got like dungeons man <laughs> to be fair he can't get laid without child rape oh so. that's horrifying <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that red hair <laughs> well if can't hardly wait has taught us anything uh you know. <laughs> 
yeah. All you can get is the fat girl locked in the bathroom. <laughs> Which is almost kind of a rape scene now that I think about it, man. And she's in high school, right? Oh, man, there's a lot of yeah, elements there. That's how he likes it. That's how he likes it. That's right. Well, and apparently that's Can't how... hardly wait. Yeah, Who was a, the chick in that? What a drop on that. Oh, it was uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Was the uh, the lusted it. after super babe who uh, breaks up with the dude, and uh, dude, think about that. She was the super babe icon. Icon, just men were in love with her, like our age, you know. And she was like super slutty, just natural blonde, uh, brown hair, and thin, like yeah. a really thin person. Where, Not like huge tits. Uh, no, like, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't. She wasn't overly sexualized and crazy proportions jutting out in every direction. You know, it, it was just a just a very natural, very normal looking, beautiful girl. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Man, how far we, dude? How far we have gone? I was catching some reruns of Saved by the Bell the other day from like. Oh yeah, dude. It blew my mind, man. Bro, yes. Absolutely blew my mind. Just, like, uh, they were just, like, normal-looking people then, man, on TV. It's really weird. With a little right bit now. of makeup. Their hair was done up by professionals. Yes. You know, the, the, the clothes are fitted. But normal-looking people, you know? Well, like, Screech, he's like a goofball-looking dude. Dustin Diamond? Yeah, yeah, he was really ugly, huh? Well, just goofy. He just had a real goofball look to him. <laughs> it's crazy he did porn yeah. after Saved by the Bell. That is crazy. He had a huge dick, though, right? I can only said? assume, uh, and maybe Pete Davidson can take note, it's not about the energy sometimes, it's about actually show, <laughs> showcasing the action oh. and having the, the walk to back up the talk, right? The energy gets you into the room, but eventually you gotta perform, you know? <laughs> Yeah, Dustin Diamond, who I believe is not alive anymore, which is kind no, of wild. No, he died, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, like a while back. Before <laughs> like you can't they... even blame the vaccine on No, it. that's what I'm saying. It was before we were all getting boosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I don't know. February 21, maybe he took the first Whoa, boost. Whoa, really? Wow, oh, oh. maybe he was one of the OGs. No, because I'm. I think, yeah, maybe because that's around DMX. DMX was like January. Yeah, dude. 44, right at that age, Whoa, bro. Oh, For the that, heart attack. Oh, no, really? Was it a heart attack? I, I'm trying to find it. Oh, 2009 is when he released, or 2006 is when he directed and released his own celebrity sex tape. Oh, that good for him. Called, called Screech. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Screeched. Saved by the smell. <laughs> Apparently, he says it wasn't him in the uh, movie. It was a stunt double that actually did the dick scene. So he did the acting facial scenes, and then he had the uh, the dickman come in. A guy who looked like him do the dickman. I like yeah. that. I like the idea of having a stunt double dickman. <laughs> a dick master, if you will. Right? He's the dong master. But we're going to bring in the dong master for this next scene. Thank you, Dustin. You were excellent. Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. So this he, is, dude, this is weird. He's a weird okay. guy, dude. And you watch Save so by the in, uh, here with these guys. In January of twenty one. 
uh, he was diagnosed with extensive <clears throat> small stage four small cell carcinoma of the lung. Okay, cancer. And what became the big thing with these uh, rollouts of the boosters and shots? It was the turbo cancers, man. Yeah, but I think that was too fast. I don't think he ever even got the shot. All right, you never know. Uh, we cannot chalk up this one to the shots. We'll, we'll, we'll Can't throw do it. it. Although I'm telling you, that's oof, that's close proximity. That's around DMX and uh, what's that guy, the comedian from Full House, um, dying. Uh, you know, Bob Saget. Uh, you know, that I feel like that was the time frame, dude. And then also like Louis Anderson, his cancer kicked into turbo drive and killed him. And uh, a lot they of- were more like in the spring and summertime. Though. This was like, right. If they were all right. All right. Well, we could either, we could say it's on the fence, on the fence, potential, <laughs> potential first victim. Probably not though. I'll go. Probably not. Uh, even though I love, uh, chalking all victims up to Tony Fauci, I, you know, Fauci just loves the kill list to grow and grow. That's his whole deal. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, any dude. I didn't know uh, was Leo Ramini. Yeah, man. The chick from Saved by the Bell. Oh, uh, not Saved by the Bell. From Parks and Rec. Parks. She and was. Rec. She was on Saved by the Bell. Wow. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, Saved by the Bell though <laughs> was on for like a way long time. Like these dudes were like nearing thirty, and they were still playing high school kids. And then yeah, they're like, okay, they're that? getting yeah, kind of old, right. so they did the college years. Yeah, that's right. Even then, they were like 40 in they college. They were like way too old looking, and then they did like the movie. I think there was a Saved by the Bell movie, wasn't there, or something? Saved by the Bell, dude, that was a phenomenon back in, back in the day. Yeah, well, why did everybody love it so much? That's kind of crazy. Well, you got some hot teenagers, or hot... <laughs> it only lasted for four seasons. You got hot young people playing teenagers, right? There's a lot of fantasy going on with that. Who's the chick? I think they all ended up doing porn in one way or another, to be totally honest, or at least Playboy. A couple of the chicks definitely posed for Playboy. Dude, uh, it was only on for four seasons. Wow, my uh, in my little pea brain, I believed it was like forty years that the show was on. It seems like forever, right? Yeah, it does. Cause seem they, like it's because they just played it every morning for thirty years. You're right. Yeah, it was just the reruns over and over again. Over and, and over. <laughs> it's burned into our memories, man. Saved by the Bell. Wow, it was only on for four years, and then didn't they do the Saved by the Bell college years? And uh, I feel I think like that includes the college years. Wow, that's horrible. Then what a shame. <laughs> yeah, show. It's not I a good show. I, thought I had like a grand run of like a decade, man. <laughs> how old were these people when they played these like Slater oh, do you look at Slater he's enormous like dude's on steroids he looks 28 years old he's Mario playing- Lopez yeah Mario Lopez there's no way he's actually 18 in those clips no, here's the best part you you were right Saved by the Bell the college years was another spinoff it came out uh, two, like a year or two after the Saved by the Bell ended it was only out for one season. That's right. It was a dud, if I remember correctly. It's terrible, yes. dude. Remember when they were like in that like coffee shop or whatever? It that bombed. Was it was really bad. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't have the same charm as the high school, you know, with the Skeeter or Sclater, Skater? Sque- no. Screech. Skeeter Screech. was uh, Doug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> same nose. Same concept. <laughs> <laughs> Almost Doug the... was a great show. Yeah, Doug was a good show. Dude, that was Man. back in the day when Nickelodeon uh, still had some fun cartoons on it, I guess.
it is now. I stay away from the Nickelodeon. Uh, Remember, uh, Clarissa explains it all. Oh, yeah, man. That's right. Yeah, great. Great shows back in the well, day. They had Hey Dude and then, um, you know, the Good Burger guys on that one sketch comedy show that was run <laughs> by kids. All I forgot that. who brought this up, but uh, about how they're like they've always been trying to turn kids gay. Like, remember Dude Ranch? Dude, you mean Hey Dude? Or Hey Dude? But it was like literally a Dude Ranch. Like, it was a Dude Ranch. Uh, like, what, <laughs> yeah. What was the premise of Hey Dude? I think it was supposed to be like a camp that kids went to, and then it was run by older kids or something like that. Yeah, but it was always a little, a little weird when you look back at them. All the kids' shows are a little weird when you look back at them. <laughs> there, there's something up here, man. You got the kids acting and who's running this thing. You know, it's just who's writing this stuff. And then you're, you know, you got the dudes film at it. Just a lot of weird stuff with the kid programming. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, Mario <laughs> Lopez, dude, that guy. He really killed it, though, with the uh, game shows. And he has the same Sandra Bullock face going on. Uh, I guarantee he's doing the Korean foreskin injections. It's, uh, I've noticed it. Tom Cruise has it, too. They're all not aging, but they're aging. So <laughs> there's this no, weird... No, you can tell. Yeah, this is surgery. You can just it's a weird preservation with the face. In... <laughs> it doesn't make yeah. sense, though. It's, like, not normal. Like, you, you should... you're supposed to be aging somehow here. <clears throat> but you're doing something to negate it. And it's starting to look like your the face is turning into like a face that you could detach off from the real face. <laughs> it really does. You know, like Tom Cruise <laughs> is wearing a Tom Cruise face on top of his face. That's what it looks you know like. He's, a, he's only he's only forty nine. Tom Cruise? No, no, uh, Lopez. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Maybe he genuinely was like eighteen when they did. You know, they were, yeah, Zach was 17, or 16. It's weird when you look at TV back in the 90s, they got kind of creepy with the, you know, bringing in these actors, uh, what's her name from that 70s show was like 14 when she tried out for Jackie, and like got oh, the role. yeah. She was like grossly underage to be doing like make-out sex scenes with uh, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, Miley Kunis. Yeah, what a baby. They're married though. now. Yeah, well, I... Yeah, oh, look, they're he, disgusting, dude. They don't shower. Fuck those people. He courted gross. her when she was 14 on a TV show. Oh, they're gross. You ever hear that thing about them not showering? Yeah, it's called the... It's basically like a homeless mentality where... Uh, no, no, it's called you're a billionaire who doesn't ever work. Dude, there's no way any plumber could live that philosophy. I come home covered in shit. Right, and I assume they must work out on some level. Do they not shower after the workout? Well, then they go into the sauna, and then they take a dip in the pool, and then they, you know, they go yeah, to the ocean. Yeah, well, here's the thing. They, the they salt say, water. They, yeah, I was gonna say, they say they don't shower, but they go into their ice bath, and then the saltwater pool, and they're like rinsing, yeah, you know, through all these like cleansing materials and water-like <laughs> situations, and then they're going out in the public, like, no, we don't shower. What they're really saying is they don't use shampoo, or at least the consumer-based yeah. shampoo products and soap products out there, which are designed to dry out your skin dry out your hair, and there's a lot of evidence to prove that the chemicals that in, are in these shampoos are what's causing a lot of the uh, baldness going on. And, you know, really, what they're saying is, I think, you know, bathe, like get in there and shower, but you should probably lay off those deep 
saturated chemical shampoos and stuff that's, that that's very easy for all you people to say because you're not climbing in and out of sewers all day there's no way i'm gonna take a shower without using soap oh no no i'm I saying t- I'm, I'm, I'm a 20 minute shower guy dude i scrub head to toe every time i think it's more like maybe uh lay off the chemical stuff and get down get back down to like basics like a hundred years ago they'd use a bar of soap and maybe that's all you really needed Instead, yeah, now people are, one. people are buying all these super crazy combinations of soaps, and you got to have the, the shampoo and the conditioner and then the finisher and then, you know, the utilizer and the moisturizer, and, you know, you're doing all this stuff, and, you know, maybe, just maybe, that's a, a lot, and you could just go back to old school, bar of soap, and uh, you're nice and cleaned up there. I got one bottle of soap. It's an all-in-one, four-in-one. Four in one. What are the four things that are included in this? Um, it's a moisturizer. All right. An antibacterial. Very nice. Uh, gotta get back to you on the other two. Yeah, see, <laughs> I feel like bars of soap used to just do the trick, and they're cheaper, and it's probably better to just you know rub up and down with some bar of soap. Soap on I a rope. I do the bar. I do the loofah. I like to get a good scrub in. And I scrub so hard, I, I wear out the loofah in about a month. <laughs> wow. Like, it's like, like, in about a month, it looks like just a rag. Wow. You, you're a destroyer yeah. of the loofahs. Oh, I scrub. You're, you scrub. I ha- Dude, I have to, because sometimes, like, I'll, I'll get out of the shower, I'll feel so clean, and then I'll be, like, sitting there in my... You know, on the couch, I'll have an itch on my elbow, oh, yeah. <laughs> like the back of your elbow. Oh, no. I'll go to scratch it, and it's fucking pipe dope. And I'm like, God damn it. I missed it. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, it's, like, it's so annoying, because then you feel like, how many spots did I miss? You know? And then you got to go back and really scrub. Man, that's a rough experience, dude. Yeah. Well, you got to scrub so, a dub. Absolutely. That's the time to do it. If you're dirty, you got to clean it up. So don't just look at the plumber's paycheck. Think about what he's got to go through. Think about all the times he's wearing through that loofah. (laughs) (laughs) Think about that poor, abused, destroyed loofah in that plumber's shower. (laughs) As bad as your life is, it's not as bad as my loofah. That's right. The loofahs of the world, they got it hard. I'm not going to lie. Some definitely harder than others. Well, uh, speaking of loofahs working hard, I bet you the ones in uh, Russell Brand's shower are working overtime after he's perusing the neighborhoods and the bar scenes back in the day and, uh, you know, finagling with all the ladies. Did we even do the clip? We didn't even do the clip. Didn't should, even do the clip Should yet. we talk about it? We might as well. We got the time. All right. Russell Brand is getting accused. English comedian and actor Russell Brand is facing accusations of rape, sexual assault, and emotional abuse. The allegations against the entertainer emerged in a joint investigation by three British media outlets. Brand denies the accusations made by four women, saying his relationships have been, quote, always consensual. I believe him. I know. I, <laughs> I believe Russell Brand. I'm, I'm saying it right now. I do not well, believe him. I know why I don't believe him? Because it's Russell Brand. Every woman wants to fuck him. <laughs> That's what like, I'm saying, dude. They wanted to fuck him. It, look, if, if it were going to come out with this dude, it would have been three years ago during the Me Too movement when everybody got called out for even just, like, touching their penis in some public area. <laughs> so, like, 
Uh, oh, dude, guys peed behind a bush in 1993. They're getting sued for, you know what I mean? Because some chick saw his dick. Aziz you know? Ansari got an awkward BJ and a weird date in his own apartment, <laughs> and then his whole career crumbled before his eyes. <laughs> Donald Trump may have not even been there. And he's a $10 million lawsuit. Done. <laughs> he's going probably for a second round in second defamation, round. dude. <laughs> It's unbelievable, man. On a rape where the victim can't even remember the year. <laughs> the year! Give me a fucking year! Give me a year! You can't remember the year, you can't remember the day, you can't remember the season? Can I mean, you give me a season? Do we have a decade? Was it 80s or 90s? Do we even know? <laughs> Was it late 80s, early 90s? Give me a time frame, man. <laughs> give me something to work. Just help me believe you, please. Do we have a receipt of a time you ever even shopped at this department store? anything do we have any actual proof that you've ever physically been in this place with donald trump at the same time nope nothing all right 10 million dollars okay. chalk it up folks <laughs> we got another winner he did say grab him by the pussy and i don't like that we all like saw that guy. billy bush interview all right so, that was a hot mic 10 bill 10 million <laughs> I think it's five mil, but they're about to give her another five for the second lawsuit. Well, they're going to get him on defamation. They're going to plan that court date for uh, October 29th. It'll be a... (laughs) (laughs) Nothing political. Nothing political to see here, people. Nothing political at all. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the thing in Georgia where they finally got him? He's going to be tried separately. So there's all this weird. So then, no Rico. Is that what I'm to understand? No, here? no, no. Was... He's still being charged with oh, the Rico, okay. but, it, but it's not going to be a uh, Dark Knight situation where all the Bob guys are in one. Oh, what a bummer, man! Uh, no, dude, you gotta go look at the arguments. It's so ridiculous. It's these Democratic prosecutors and everything. They know what they did. They know what they're doing, right? Oh yeah. And then they're like, "What do you mean his schedule is?" It's difficult to coordinate. <laughs> yeah, he's facing three other trials in three other jurisdictions halfway across the country. He's also uh, running for president. If you and guys know about this, yeah, it's it's gonna be one, one of those things, you know, where you're doing a lot of traveling. <laughs> you guys ever heard of this whole thing called the presidential election? They go on CNN laughing about the fact how this guy doesn't even have time to tie his shoes. He's being tried in so many cases. And then they go in front of the judge and they're like, we don't, we don't understand why he would possibly have a hard time coordinating. Okay. Come on, guys. Yeah, it's a, it's a circus, man. Come on. Like, uh, they're going to drag it on. You know they're going to do some sort of court dilly somewhere around September, October, they're going to make this guy appear in court every month all the way leading up to November. For sure. For sure. Yes. For one thing yes. or another. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's going to be it. That'll be the whole show for this uh, year. <clears throat> we talked about it the last few weeks. About three, uh, four weeks ago, Alex Jones was on his program, uh, ranting and raving how he had insider info that they were going to implement all these COVID restrictions and masking and all this stuff. Uh, this past weekend actually was kind of the uh, go date according to Alex. Uh, and it didn't seem to go down. And in fact, I mean, we laughed about it and covered a lot of stories about COVID and masks and boosters leading up this whole week. Uh, I just went through the airport back and forth, Denver and Vegas and, 
I saw almost no masks, man. Yeah, and you can, it's really funny to see who's wearing them now. Yes, yes. you definitely saw them come back, but only a very specific group, and you are definitely... <laughs> dude, you people, your mask is just as ridiculous as the guy wearing the MAGA hat yes. with the Let's Go, Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. Yes! You know, it, it's dude, equally what... disgusting and repulsive. But here's the thing, you're, we're gonna head into the election, and if they allow us to vote in person... uh. Uh, I don't think COVID can sell. I just think it's a dead in the water sell. I'm telling you right now, man. Oh, uh, I'm telling you, they're gonna wait till after, after the Super uh, Bowl. I like, I like after the Super Bowl. No, no, no. After the primaries is when COVID comes back. All right, but I, I don't think you people can't, are buying. If you bring COVID back now, this, this, even like I, I really believe, if you get enough people, if you just get enough people to believe they might actually do COVID again, DeSantis wins. Yes, he does. Absolutely. So so that's why you, you don't you don't even talk COVID. You throw out a little things. Oh, there's a wave. Oh, it's still in the you know, don't forget about it because it's still here. We are having waves. And then after the primaries, once Trump's the candidate, boom, bring it back hard. Hit it hard. Uh very, very possible. Uh I'm just saying I saw the little build up these last two weeks, the attempt to get people motivated and talking about COVID again and getting the masks on. We even saw Co- uh, Tony Fauci make a comeback for two weeks. And Incredible. Like, it, like, they really pulled out all the stops and uh, went for it, and I flew through, and you are right on the money. The people, the very, very small minority of people wearing the masks, no different than spotting the dude with the MAGA hat now. You, you've almost identified yourself at this point. The, the, <laughs> the MAGA hat of the left is the mask. Yeah, exactly. It's absolutely incredible, and that's uh, what I witnessed. And uh, I love comparing the two sides, especially the extreme parts of both sides. We we've been you're, really and, and you people, you're no different than the guy wearing the Bears uniform and the guy wearing the Packers uniform, <laughs> right. who, are, who are willing to go to blows over who has the best team, <laughs> and you don't realize none of them care about you. They just want your money. You don't even realize the NFL is totally scripted. Did you see this floating around uh, over the weekend? The One of the executive uh, top executives at Warner Brothers Discovery, two and a half hours before the Jets game, tweeted that Aaron Rodgers was going to blow his Achilles and end his season. <laughs> no way. Yes, it was all over the internet, dude. Everybody was talking about it, how the NFL is totally scripted. And this he did it two and a half hours before the game. And sure enough, oh, on the f- it. on the fourth play, Aaron Rodgers blows his Achilles. Dude, the NFL admitted they were an entertainment. Yes, they had Feeling to. Under- they are the WWE. It yes. is WWE. It is, dude. It totally is pure entertainment. In fact, I uh, for the flight, I bought an uh, Atlantic magazine, uh, cruised through it. They had an in-depth um, review on the MLB season and all the rule changes. And that they went through. And what's interesting is one of the uh, he- one of the leaders of these major changes we saw this season with the time clock and the enlarged bases and all that was Theo Epstein. And Theo Epstein was one of the architects behind the Boston Red Sox winning a World Series for the first time in 96 years, and then the Cubs winning one for the first time in 108 years. This guy was a phenom, you know, coming up through the MLB. And then they hired him to kind of change baseball and make it better. And in the interview in the Atlantic, he goes in depth on saying what we had to kind of make the players understand is 
it is a game that you want to play and you want to hold on to the traditions of that game because you love the game, but it's an entertainment business and you need to concede these traditions of the game in order for us to make this business profitable as an entertainment. For sure. And that yeah. I think is Baseball's a hard... Baseball's a slow-moving, boring game. It's the past time. Yes. but it's entertainment and you need to sell tickets and have tv ad revenue and at the end of the day football baseball all this circus that we are entertained with is entertainment it's meant to distract and and, you know we're supposed to be obsessed with our fantasy teams which i'm i'm pleased to say i'm doing well with the update folks (laughs) (laughs) i'm highly distracted and i'm very entertained nice Nice. But I just thought it was interesting to you know read about this guy who uh, resurrected these franchises who were uh, never winning for nearly uh, a century or more, and then all of a sudden he's talking about how he's hired as this guru to improve baseball, and he said the the bottom line is this is entertainment, and we need to establish that first and then move forward. And dude, yeah. if, if that doesn't say it all right there, I you know. I don't know. I got a bridge to sell you, I guess, right? Is that, <laughs> if, if yeah, you you're being believe, distracted. That's how If you want to believe in these sports, sport. yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy. And so it is, it's a little bizarre. I got to say, it's a little kind of weird that the one of the top executives at Warner Brothers just happens to tweet out the exact injury that uh, afflicts Aaron Rodgers after this massive contract and the fact that when Aaron signed with the Jets, they skyrocketed in the odds for winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, that is crazy. So, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers... What did they say? They said 18 months recovery? He claims he's going to make it back uh, this season, believe it or not. But um, it's just crazy to me thinking, like, you could even... How many babies they're going to have to kill for that adrenochrome? What if this is acted, though? What if we are looking at WWE-style shenanigans happening here, and Aaron Rodgers actually didn't injure his Achilles, and he was paid to fake it and act it, and be an actor in this entertainment, and uh, he gets this huge contract with the Jets and a point in his career where he probably wasn't going to make any money anyways, but he gets the huge contract because mm. he's paid based on the fact that they're going to throw all the odds out of whack for the Super Bowl, and a lot of people are going to lose a ton of money on betting on the Jets to win the Super Bowl after he signs. I mean, think about just that game alone. Yes, People Justin, were probably yes. mid-game changing bets, yes, you know what man. I mean? And then they won? Yeah, did man. You hear about that, did you hear about that bar in Wisconsin? I did not, man. Apparently, this bar set up this. They had like had this deal. They had it on a board where it was any game Aaron Rodgers starts and the Jets lose, the bar picks up your tab. Wow! <laughs> the bar will cover your tab, right? Oh yeah. And uh, Aaron Rodgers started the game, got hurt four four plays in or whatever, and people just started racking loading up, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Genius, dude. See, there was some scam at foot that we're not privy to, but you know, if you really want to lean on the NFL's entertainment and all that nonsense, I bet you a lot of money was won to the house the second Aaron Rodgers went down. Oh, I, I, I fully, fully believe the mob controls all sports. Yes, man. Absolutely. All, all professional sports. There's just too much money for them to leave it up to chance. You know, and players, no way. No.
crazy stuff, uh, and I love the conspiracy behind it, and I love the idea that a, a guy who's an executive for one of the major corporations in television has a, a little juicy nugget of info he could put out there into the world a couple hours ahead of time. Uh, you know, Maybe just shining a small little light on the reality of our controlled mini-universe that we have here. Imagine if you could bet on that. Dude, because you know what? Yes. Everybody was saying his points or his... Uh... You know how you could do like over under on yardage thrown and everything. Yes, like, it was so low for him. No, what's insane is on DraftKings and a couple other sites, bizarrely hit the over under on yards, uh, like running yards from scrimmage for Aaron Rodgers was at three point five. Hmm, that's a lot though, right? For average? No, no, I'm sorry. His, that's that was his total yardage. Oh, no, yeah, I thought there was, yeah, because I know. No, no, passing... over, under, it was over, under, over 3.5 or under 3.5 yards run by Aaron Rodgers. Why would and it be the, that? The That's passing crazy. was only like 200 yards. <laughs> it was just the numbers were all really oddly skewed. And, yeah. and if you maybe knew Aaron Rodgers was going to drop on the fourth play, think of like how boxing was rigged all the time. It's like, oh, oh, you're going to, you know, you'll take this hit in the third round and drop. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, just... that's what I mean. Everything was so skewed that everybody was taking the over. Everybody was picking all these bets, and then he got hurt. It was that's crazy. It, it almost seems so obviously rigged. How could you not see it? You know what I'm saying? Like, in the fact yeah. that Aaron Rodgers probably isn't even injured. You don't think so? No, that's crazy. I. That's what I think You're happened. Taking it a step further. I, I think he never. I think he's acting, and they paid him to be quiet and sit the sidelines for eight games. Oh, and then he'll come back miraculously. Oh, incredible comeback. Mm, I don't know, man. He doesn't seem like a guy that would play ball. Or maybe he learned his lesson from COVID. That's why he looks so old. Dude, he looks so uh. old. It's insane. Like, he's aging 10 years a day. I swear <laughs> on this guy. Out of the whole thing, the one thing I've heard the most is, I can't believe he's only 39. I know. He looks like he's in his 60s. It's insane. <laughs> so old. Take a look at LeBron, though. Le there's something with these cryogenic freezing chambers and, like, all the stuff that these athletes take, the supplements and everything to be in this elite form. And all oh, the no, no, you're like right. It, it can't be good for – they even say, like, it's good to go into the cryogenic freezer for three minutes and then go into the sauna. Your body produces these shock protein, whatever. Because it's, like, it's like it goes into survival mode. So every day your body's surviving. That's yeah. why you look like you're 90 years old at <laughs> 39. You're aging 10 years a year, man. You got to slow it down here. It's crazy. <laughs> you're, stress you're stressing yourself more than a soldier on the front lines in Ukraine. What's going on here? LeBron and Aaron Rodgers look insanely old. It's crazy. But also, if you really think about it, like the genetics behind growing maturing quickly at a young age in your teens to oh, the point yeah. where you are this athletic, you know, freak and you, you can just compete better than everyone else. And, and, you know, these guys probably matured and aged way faster than everyone else. And so Good they're, call. they're on this kind of trajectory where they just already look older. No, that's, a, those are the guys who like when you were in high school as a freshman, you know, all they, the moms had, wanted them. They already had back hair. They're six, four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were the ones that the teachers were banging on the side, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good call. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Mike, the five, four stone. <laughs> yeah, the guy halfway through puberty. No, thanks. I'll take the man over here. Who's uh, 17 and looks like a stud. <laughs> I forgot their name, but we had those brothers that were like already balding. 
Yeah, the, I just think people age at different speeds and levels, and you know, uh, the fellas yeah. who uh, age, you know, right. the dudes with the full beards in high school and, and the man packs, and that are just like six something already. You know, they excel automatically at sports above everybody else. You know, I went to uh, middle school with a guy, uh, Alex. He was uh, he just happened to hit puberty before everybody else in middle school, so he was center and dominated in basketball on the basketball team yeah. because he he was five nine and everybody else was five something, but not five nine. But then eventually, five nine was not the tallest dude when you get to high school. You know, <laughs> no, that's. Like, remember uh, the Cowboys, the, the Garoppolo's? Oh, yeah, man. That's right. Uh, even, like, the one that didn't play for the 49ers was just, he was, like, four years younger, but huge. He looked like an old man. Yeah, it's uh, there's something about like, these athletes. They looked man. like old men by the time they, like, they were grown men at high school. Which I'm okay with. I, I've talked about this before. I think when it comes to aging, you want to go the George Clooney route, not the Paul Rudd route, because one day Paul Rudd's going to look old, and everyone's going to be like, oh, what happened to Paul Rudd? But George Clooney at, like, 35, like, grew the gray salt and pepper hair look and, yeah, like, maintained a guy who looks like he's in his 60s for the entire time. Yeah, slow burn it. You got to slow burn it. I, I like the idea. I'm, I'm going to dye my hair, actually, next week to just salt and pepper. I'm going all in. Oh, shave your head, dude. I went bald at 27. I'll always look old. <laughs> I've looked 45 for 10 years. I got another 30. I got to say, I've mentioned it before. Uh, I was hoping they would come back, and I'm seeing now twice. I saw sideburns. Mm, I think si- sideburns. I hope, I hope sideburns make a comeback, man. Not I'm telling you. Well, all things are in cycles, and things yeah, are... You know uh, what I, I hope comes back is the uh, Civil War era, the mustache to the sideburn. Yes. I love that oh, look. Oh, that's genius. Yeah, shave just the goatee and beard. You shave just the chin area. That's incredible. Yeah, chin and neck. I like that, man. They were the first anti-neck beards. That's right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Even they in the 1700s looked at you and were like, come on, losers, shave your neck. I really hope older styles come back. We've really kind of, uh, you know... Gotten lazy with the, the facial hairstyles in, in this current generation. It's because the billionaires started doing, like, the three-day, sh- you know, scrubby look. Yeah, it's, it's And then good. it became popular, and now everybody wants to do it. It's like, it's cool if you have a billion dollars and you're walking around in sweats, but when you're just a broke loser. <laughs> good call. Absolutely. And speaking of what's popular with the billionaires, uh, what has become a recent trend in the political sphere and the elites in D.C., well, impeachment, actually, is a huge trend that was, uh, you know, just a recent new trend. It started uh, about four or five years ago, and uh, it's continuing on the path, uh, as we predicted. uh, Once you open up that box, right, it's just going to never close, and you'll just keep impeaching. Ad nauseum, well, uh, Pelosi... Miss Speaker was on, uh, what channel was this? I can't even remember now, probably CNN, but she was uh, getting interviewed and asked about, you know, how, you know, it kind of seems like she's the one who was behind starting this new trend of impeaching. Oh, open the, the can yeah, of worms? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, well, let's, let's hear what old Nancy has to say between her uh, dentures falling out and uh, her readjusting her boob jab. Here we go. Speaker McCarthy made the argument the other day that, well, Nancy Pelosi said, Oh, it's Willie Geist, my man, Willie Geist over at MSNBC. I forgot. Uh, precedent. 
She waited a long time to have a vote on the first impeachment of Donald Trump. You did hold a vote, we should add, but he said you made the rules and he's just following them now by not holding this initial vote for an impeachment inquiry. What do you say to that? I say that that's hogwash. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I don't know why the press keeps repeating it. The fact is, we said we were going to, I assigned my uh, speak, uh, committee chairs, six of them, uh, to develop. Can we get a lock on those dentures, please? Uh, I know. What some is sort going of glue on? or. <laughs> the, the facts. You know, Nancy, <laughs> this is where it's hurting you not watching Fox News. Because I can't watch five minutes of Fox, <laughs> Fox News without getting that commercial for the denture glue. <laughs> I forgot what it's called because I don't need to need it yet. She's such you a should pay attention. She's such a drunk old lady. Why is she running again? Like, go away. Do what Mitt Romney. Yeah, go take care of him and David DePappy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the hammer. Right. This, this lady's so drunk. Act upon the facts. He is the That's hammer. That's a strange thing hammer. to say, maybe around here, but you have to act upon the facts. We had a couple of weeks of doing that, a few weeks of doing that, and three or four weeks, we then prepared to bring the, the bill to the floor. They've had eight months of investigation, come up with nothing, and now they're trying to say, well, we're not going to have a vote because uh, Nancy didn't have a vote the first day. No, we had a vote. We were in preparation for a vote. But again, this is a big deal, an impeachment. You have to do it with care and not on Oh, it. now we got to, it's a big deal now. Yeah, we got to take this seriously, huh? All right. You can't, ju- you can't just do it for some stupid thing, like, you know, just because you want to call somebody a twice impeached president. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we, until we had the case ready, that's when we went forward. Now, you they again no have been investigating for months coming up with nothing, and now they're going to say, on the basis of nothing, we're not going to have a vote on how we go forward. Don't blame it on me. Just take responsibility for what you are doing there. And don't misrepresent the care that we took, the respect that we had for the institution to go forward in a way that really addressed the high crimes and misdemeanors of Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. so it, was, Thanks, it was your respect for the institution that forced you to impeach him twice, never been done before, and then indict him four times afterwards. Never <laughs> been done respect for the institutions, man. For the institutions. Yeah, man. Democracy. Uh, it's for democracy. I was uh, watching the morning so shows crazy. today, and uh, Donna Brazil and company were on the uh, you know this week there, and uh, they kept using a phrase. And it, it, we've heard it a lot before, but it was really kind of stinging me today. They kept saying uh, that democracy was on in balance, or uh, uh, that uh, yeah. hangs in the balance. hangs in the balance, and that um, yeah. they kept referring to uh, Donald Trump as a threat to democracy. Right, he is, and it's so shocking to me. I was listening to them <laughs> talk about like polling numbers and how. Biden is polling at like historically really low, uh, you know, thirty something percent, and you know, there's a lot of support actually, uh, frighteningly for these people on the left, for people on the right, right? They're 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 seeing these this like massive switch over to uh, of independence going uh, right. And- well, they brought out Donna Brazil because they're, they're starting to see an insane swing in the black and brown communities towards yes. the Republicans. Yes, I think that's actually what they were indicating. The head. They're losing their bread and butter, essentially. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're dramatically going to the right. 
Um, because you just got to see the writing on the wall, man. Everything was cheaper and better uh, right before the lockdowns. I don't know, man. It's just really hard for me to believe that you care this much about, like, precedent and the rule of law and everything and the the American democracy. You impeached him twice for no reason. of course. And then now you're upset because they're doing it right back to you. You know. Also, when we and we were just talking about it back when the cities were burning in the summer of love, you put on the dashiki and kneeled down at the state capitol with Schumer. You guys looked like assholes. It was very embarrassing what you did there. <laughs> but not only, not only that, dude. Have you seen the goalpost move with this Biden thing? I I can't believe they're impeaching him. He said he never talked to his son about business. <laughs> And then they keep saying, and there's no evidence. And then the Republicans come up with evidence that show he was actually, he did talk to his son. Yes. While his son was there. And now the goalposts moved to, okay, his son was at a meeting with some business partners and he called his dad to say, what's up? <laughs> to say, what's up? He loves his son, so he answered the phone. You know, they talked about the weather. <laughs> yeah, but the goalposts just moved right there, right? They have no evidence. That he ever, it went from they have no evidence he ever did any had anything to do with the sun to now it is literally well where are the bank statements? They have no proof that money directly transferred into his bank account. And we knew it would come to that. You eventually have to prove that he got cut in on some dough. And I think they're gonna prove it through uh, Hunter Biden providing for his father. I mean, it's too obvious, man. Yes. Yeah. Like, some of the stuff I've heard from, like, podcasters is, dude, I forgot who it was, but they were literally like, so you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me, if I happen to have a little bit of success in my career, and I decide my parents are at that age, you know, my father just retired, I want to help him pay the bills, (laughs) I can't help him pay the bills? Okay, maybe if your father just retired from being the vice president of America. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And, and you achieved your little bit of success by using his name, collecting money from world powers. Yes. It's like a totally different thing. You well, know what I mean? It's not like Hunter Biden on. went and opened up a McDonald's franchise in Delaware and they became successful, turned into 10 McDonald's, and then he started paying his father's bills. <laughs> and, then, right? and then if the son goes overseas and bangs uh, spy hookers from Russia and does uh, you know unbelievable amounts of crack cocaine, I don't think I care. <laughs> Go for the it. Way they're, Go for the it. Way the, the way they're talking about it, you know? Of course, Joe answered his phone. It's his son. Well, he loves his son, and he answered the call. This was during a time when, when Hunter was losing his brother. Joe was losing right. his son. It's all Bo? about Bo. <laughs> <laughs> it always, they have to now bring up Bo, right? Oh, it's insane. It's insane. Even though, why would you bring that up? Because that's kind of the grossest part of the story with Hunter. Bo dies, and then he's banging the wife. After buying the gun illegally. Yeah, multiple. Was it more? It's more than one gun, right? I only assume. I don't know. If you're losing four laptops, I'm assuming you're losing multiple guns, and too. The best I mean, part Jesus about it, Christ. what nobody talks about, is the reason we have evidence of this gun, not just the purchasing, but there's also video of Hunter walking around with the gun hanging next to his dong while he's weighing out crack cocaine and banging <laughs> underage hookers. <laughs> That's how we know about the gun, man. We have video proof of the gun and his dong hanging out in the same pictures, man. He's weighing out crack cocaine with the underage hookers who are spies from China and Russia. 
else that's attached to this gun? Every Democrat is out there saying, what evidence do they have? I don't know. The hours of the video. Four laptops. Laptop. Four laptops just sprinkled around the world, getting repaired for some reason. Wait till you guys hear about the. Di- Thank God there's no book repair. Otherwise, we have nine diaries. The diary. Yeah, that's right, dude. <laughs> Got some real proof for you about uh, old Sleepy Joe there. Shower Joe. That's a weird one. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't like to go down that route. That one's crazy. I got to tell you, though, I've had a lot of fathers defend that one. I've had a lot of, like, not, not even politically. They're, they'll just defend it as That's a why I don't, go, even, I don't go down even that Even MAGA route. guys will be like, you know... You have a daughter, and you you know and you do hit that point. There always is that moment where you're like, "Oh, this is you know." Yeah, I I, I don't touch so, that. I don't one know. I'm not a father, so I can never talk on that that aspect. The 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 uh, Joe Biden diary shower thing is more for uh more for the laughs for me because you know it, it's just uh, I don't know how much you know validity there is behind that story, and there's a lot of just nuance to it that I couldn't really uh, go down the road of. But the Hunter Biden laptops, the videos, he's ran out the crack cocaine, he's banging the clearly underage uh, whores, uh, you know, and they're obviously spies, and he's being, you know, honey trapped or whatever it is. You know, it's it's just, it's unbelievable to me, like, we're going to talk about this gun. We're definitely talking about this gun. That just happened to be in that video of him naked walking around with the gun next to his dong while he's weighing out the crack cocaine and banging the underage hookers. (laughs) 